We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I am Aaron. We are here with a special guest. And again? last time... Again? Yeah, we are here again. Once again. We're here with a special guest. Last time, we made him wait a good 35 minutes before we let him speak. Uh-huh. So Aaron, do you have any no context corrections? About 45 minutes worth. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, on this podcast, we uh, we talk about things related to pop culture. And not-so-pop culture. Um, and I think we'll let our guest talk about whether this, it's more of a pop culture or not so pop culture thing, or more of a, you know, diving deep on dark demons sort of thing. (laughs) My friend Mark. Hello, my friend Mark. Hello. Just so you know, there are electrodes that are attached (laughs) to me, so they can just keep me on a tight leash this Mm -hmm. whole time, so. um, Well, the electrodes prevent the need for us to have you on a leash at all. Well, that's, that's also true. Well, it's metaphorically, yeah. Leash. Le- leaf? The figurative leaf. A fig leaf. <laughs> a figurative fig leaf. Oh, I like that. Yeah. This just went to a place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mark, what are we talking about today? Oh, wow. All right. Get into it. <laughs> um, Mark has a dive piece deep of paper. Into the demons and darkness. Have, Print it out. I have. I would almost mistake it for like a, like a track list, almost. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of. I mean, and, and honestly, it, it, it relates directly to. I guess what we'll be talking about. Our story today in 19 parts. I would hope it did. Otherwise, you just have a piece of paper with a bunch of words on it sitting in front of you for, like, visual effect in this auditory medium that we do. Well, um, I guess one of the... With with you being uh, unabashedly obsessed, I have been... um, I... You're in a safe space. I know. And you don't have to say anything you don't want to say. Or if you say it and decide you don't want it on, you can tell me and I'll cut it. Oh, I know. Except for what's written on the paper that's definitely going on. Uh It's canon now. Right. It's already canon. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't read it, James will. Yeah, Yeah, this is going to get posted on the group. Pentagon paper style. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are we talking about today, Mark? (laughs) We're we're talking about uh, how crazy I am, which I think would be fun. And Mark is saying that with a completely straight face. Yep. <laughs> no, I, and then he laughs. We're all mad here. <laughs> yeah. We all go a little bit mad sometimes. No, we're mad at you. Okay. Okay. Because you won't just stick to the fucking topic. God, Mark. <laughs> okay, so we are talking about something that's pretty, fairly serious. I guess. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay. Right. Which I thought would be an interesting thing to bring into two people unabashedly obsessed right and so i just wanted to correct you on basically how offensive your podcast title has <laughs> you, always been to me. you joke but I, when you told me that then like i was driving home and i was like wait a minute oh my god have we been and i was like and then i talked to aaron about it and we decided uh you're wrong if that's what you're doing. <laughs> you're you're within your right to feel that way but you're wrong right no because it, it's more the compulsion than the obsession right well and people can be obsessed without being like having been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, right? Yeah. I mean, like I consider myself unabashedly obsessed with things yes. without having been diagnosed, and I don't think it's offensive for me to say I'm obsessed with something. Right, Mark? Is it? <laughs> I mean, no. But but like yeah, 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 I, yeah. I ask seriously though because I don't want I, I don't intend to be offensive. No, no. Because the the thing, I guess, for me, obsessive compulsive disorder is an absurd kind of 
thing to have. Okay. And there's so much humor to be mined from it. Interesting. Okay. So I, I don't like whenever someone, like at, at work or or just a passerby. Oh, I'm so OCD. I like yeah. my paper yeah. clips all in one jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to separate the pink ones from the green ones, and, and that you know that's that's kind of what it is. It's just can your day function if right. you don't do it? Right. Right. And there's like, con- I mean, consequences. Like I almost want to be like, I'm so OCD. I have to have my paper clips uh, separated, whatever. I want to be like, or else. Um, yeah. Is there so, consequences involved? Like, yes, definitely. Yeah. There's, um, a lot of it can get into superstition. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like how, when you were a kid, you would play the game of not stepping on the cracks. Right. On a, on a sidewalk, sidewalk mm-hmm. but it could get in your head that if you do step on the cracks on the sidewalk, then your father is going to have a heart attack. Right. And so you're just deathly afraid of doing that. And, right. but the, the hallmark of OCD is that you intellectually know how ridiculous that is. Right. But you just can't stop anyway. Right. And that's, that's sort of the, the eternal struggle. Mm. Yeah. And, um, but you, there's humor to me mind from that. <laughs> No, not really. Oh, okay, great. So that was a trap? No, no, no. <laughs> no, because, um, like, when Monk was on. Okay, yeah. Like, that, I, I, I found that funny. Because, like, was, is, so it's like a, people that have, like, germophobia, is that a, that's, a separate thing? That's, no. Or is it related, that's, like a subcategory? That's what I used to have. Okay. It, it sort of morphed over the years. At first, I was, mm. I was a compulsive hand washer. Interesting. And um, and a compulsive straightener, um, like 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 these papers are out of order, mm-hmm. okay. or or my like so okay. You ever go to Cracker Barrel? Yes. You know mm-hmm. the the peg game. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those that I had on my desk when I was at RIT, and when and people who would come into my dorm room to to hang out, inevitably they would stand at my desk while I was in my chair. They would pick that up. Mm-hmm. And mess with it, and they would right. always put it back wrong. Because right. no one wants to be an ignoramus. <laughs> you know, you know it well. <laughs> you know their work. Um, so it would, I, I would be distracted during the whole conversation because I would just be waiting for them to leave, mm-hmm. so I could put it back the way it was. Would they? And would you let them know this? No, because I didn't I want, that's... see. I don't. I don't. I didn't want to put that on anybody. And, well, I mean, I think that's fair because I feel like in college I knew people that if you're like, hey, this really bothers me, it's almost like they're like, oh, it does? Cool. Let me steal one of the pegs or... <laughs> oh, man, that's just mean. I mean, it's like we were talking about with your DVDs, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, hey, I have these super... I have this, like, you know, 500 movie collection. Well, it's actually 2,200, but... Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I have this large Not- <laughs> movie collection. <laughs> Very large movie collection. I was worried you were going to be like, it's like $450. Um, uh, and they're all alphabetized. That shelf is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and they're all alphabetized. And the inclination, I mean, like, and I had this inclination, is to upset the apple cart and be like, oh, yeah, well, let me pull whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's not fun. And I don't, I, like, I, like when, it, when I was telling you before it's not fun, I wasn't saying because I know you have OCD and, like, I know that it would really upset you. <laughs> it's like it's not funny at all like it's like like I don't think that like I guess maybe I've 
maybe grown out of the inclination to just like fuck with people in that no, respect. No, he hasn't at all. He in hasn't the, at all. In the okay, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But like, I don't know. Like, it's not. It's not. But in college, that's definitely a, like you know when I would. And this is not saying like I'm OCD in any way, but like I have a problem, and I still have this problem, and that's why we have this podcast with like ending conversations. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like, okay, you have to go, or okay, I have to go. Or I'm, like, going to be late. It's really hard for me to be like, but the conversation is winding its way to something else. What's it going to be? So I would be leaving and, like, you know, basically walking out of my apartment backwards. And (laughs) and my roommates would be like, hey, James. And I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) Like, nothing. Which was a dick move. I mean, funny, but, like. (laughs) Yeah. But still kind of like, hey, stop it. And if it was something that was, like, you know, like your, your peg game where it's, like. This actually upsets me if it's not right. Telling well, here, someone me... that would be would be akin to being like, "Hey, why don't you? Um, here's here's something you can do to mess with me." Well, let me let me let me clarify that a okay. little bit because there's a little another layer to the peg thing. Okay, um, it wasn't so much that I hated that someone was getting my space out of order, okay, or, or in, in invading my structure or anything like that. It was because I knew when they left that it was going to take me longer than any normal human being to put it back the way it should be. Interesting. Okay. Because at that point I was sort of transitioning from germaphobe, compulsive hand washing, compulsive neatness into more of a superstition counting kind of realm. Okay. Where certain certain words and numbers were good or bad for any number of reasons. And um so not only did the peg game thing have to be the right and like straightened the right way, I had to do it a certain number of times. Oh. And if I didn't do it right, whatever that may be, I had to start over. Mm. And um, yeah. I wasn't going to explain that to anybody. Sure, sure, sure. Would it be the kind of thing where you had to take all of the pegs out to start back from the beginning, putting them where you wanted them to be? No. Or if somebody just had like two or three pegs out of place, could you just put those back where they belonged, and then commence with the straightening of the thing on your desk. The the placement of the pegs themselves were not of concern to oh, me. Interesting, interesting because that is the thing that, yeah. for me, I would, like, at, at Cracker Barrel, for and again, not saying I have OCD in any way, but <laughs> <laughs> at Cracker Barrel, like, I don't, my brother used to just, like, throw the pegs in wherever, and I was mm. like, no, let's make a pattern out of them. Yeah. Right. and because, that Just I'm, because it is more visually pleasing yes. to me. And I would do that sometimes, but that was... I guess uh, secondary okay. to it's the, to the, the the placement of the thing itself. Okay, interesting. Um, on the desk, on the desk. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, because it had its own place next to a bobblehead and and my my alarm clock radio and right. um and and by the way, if like any quirks you may you guys may have that may resemble OCD, it's fine. You can tell me. And and you don't have to insist that. I mean, is it? Well, no. I guess because because oh, I'm so OCD. I have to have the pink paper clips here and the green right, paper clips right, here. Right. Otherwise, I just don't like the way it looks. Like, I, I clarify, I'm not saying I have OCD because right. I don't want to be offensive to it. Sure. I know that you know that I'm not trying to be offensive, but there may be somebody out there who doesn't know us. Right. Like, perhaps this is the first episode they're listening to, and maybe they That's do true. have OCD, and they yeah. think that I am being offensive by being right. like, well, I like the pegs to make a pretty pattern. Yeah. Right. Is it, is right. it a spectrum thing? Like, do you think that, that like, is there a, a point where, like, 
you have OCD or you don't have OCD, or is it a thing where it's like everyone has compulsions to a certain degree, but once you pass a certain point, it becomes a disorder? Um, it, I think, like a lot of, I would say, like a lot of um, personality disorders. I'm getting into territory here that I'm not an <laughs> expert not, on. No one's an expert here. We're yeah. just, you know, I you're just speaking once, to your experience. When, I guess, kind of like um, how therapists will say, like, I, you know, I can't break the patient therapist confidentiality unless they're a danger to themselves or to someone right, else. Right, right. Right. I think that's it's sort of like that in the sense that if if your day at all is being is being hindered or bringing you any kind of emotional turmoil that like you can't properly function then huh. then James like is that has crossed fascinated. the line into disorder versus just like, person say, who likes things a certain way. Like say you like if you thank you <laughs> if you if you say like uh, I forgot to lock the door. I think I forgot to lock the door. You run up and you realize you lock the door and that's it. You go on. Right. If you if you say I forgot to lock the door, I think, and you run up, you realize it's locked, and then you turn around twenty more times to make sure that it's still locked. Then, I mean, I mean that's kind of I guess an exaggerated example, but it's kind of how it is. It's like you don't, you, in some ways you start not to believe your senses. Hmm. And I think that's a way to put it into context for kind of the, the lay person, because most of us, when we think of OCD, like I remember watching something in like health class at some point about exactly that kind of thing. It was like obsessive compulsive disorder is, you know, you locked the door, but you go back and check. And you see that you have locked the door and you go back to your car and then you think, but what if I didn't really? And then you Mm -hmm. go back or like people who need to turn the light switch on and off a certain number of times Mm -hmm. or else they fear that the house will catch fire. Mm -hmm. And so like the lay person, I think most of us, that is what we understand obsessive compulsive order to be more of the compulsion aspect. Yes, that's I think that to a degree, human beings on the whole have. A degree of obsession. Absolutely. And a degree of compulsion. Like, there are things that sometimes we, I mean, you know, we get yeah. obsessed with a thing, and that thing is all yeah. we can think about, but that doesn't mean that we have obsessive compulsive disorder. Right, right. Sometimes we have compulsions to, like, every night before I go to bed, I have, like, I will get in bed, I will think, did I lock the car door? I know I locked the car door, but I'm still going to go grab the keys off the dresser and hit the button anyway just to be sure. Right, right. right. That is a compulsion that I have, but it stops after that one. Right. Like, okay, I know I, I hit the button, so now I can go to sleep. It does not continue. Right. I think it's just kind of the way people are wired to a degree. Yeah. There's like, you know, we're pattern-seeking exactly. creatures. And exactly. We find safety in, in, in repetition. Yeah. I mean, like, I would, when I was washing the glassware when I worked in the lab, for me, the glassware was, quote-unquote, clean when I washed it three times. Okay. There was no basis for that. Right. <laughs> Would two have done it? Maybe. Would four have not done it and maybe it needed five or six? Yeah, maybe. But for me, I was completely satisfied with three. Right. And there's no reason for that. But I also, you know, sometimes I do four, sometimes I do two. I wouldn't count. I wouldn't be worried about counting right. and stuff like that. <clears throat> I was getting in that look because I sometimes I think about my listening stuff <laughs> Your spreadsheets? My spreadsheets, my oh, number, yeah. number generators. That's... And how that does take up my day. Right. Like, like if, if Sp- like Spotify wasn't working late last week. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out a way 
that I could scrabble my music on Last.fm. I'm sorry, did you say scrabble? Scrabble is a, is a proprietary word that Last.fm has, which means they you play it. I'm not saying it's... No, I didn't know this. No, that caught both of us by surprise. And then um, it keeps track of it on the website. So it it scrabbles. I don't know. I don't don't know if it's... Whatever. But um, it's one of those things, like, I've been doing Last.fm for, like, 11 years now, so I'm like, yeah, you know, scrabble. That word that we all know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's there's scrabble. Right. And then there's scrapple, which is, like, the innards, leftover innards of a pig made into a stew. And there's scribble. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. They're it's playing, one of those nonsense like marketing words. British. Yeah. They were, and then, yeah, anyways. So I, I have Spotify <laughs> Goodbye, set up. Goodbye, British listeners. Right? <laughs> I have Spotify set up so that it keeps track of what I listen to on Spotify, which right. is really handy because, you you know, I listen to a lot of the albums that I don't own on Spotify. Right. So if I'm listening to on Spotify and it's not logging it on Last.fm, I'm really, really upset and I, and I have to figure out a way to get it so that it will. I, ha- right. I made a playlist called Ketchup. That I then played while I was listening to podcasts on my phone. I played it on mute on my computer once Spotify was working again, so that so it was scrabbling. Right. Okay. I watch stuff on YouTube and don't war. And like, there's a way to scrabble what you watch on YouTube. There's a way. There's like things that pull down the information, or whatever. So I could do it, but it has never bugged me. If YouTube is playing, it's not keeping track of what I've listened to. But if my iPod or Spotify don't keep track of what I'm listening to. It's a real problem. And I'm not saying like that's like an OCD thing or whatever, but like it stops my day. Hmm. Like I lost mm-hmm. an hour or two last week. And I was Creating like, God, it's already, it's already two and a half. It's a, two and a half. Two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's two and a half o'clock. Half I'm going to start using that. I actually really love it. <laughs> um, and three, I was like, I could have sworn it was one o'clock. And I think that I lost an hour and a half setting up my spreadsheet and trying to get Spotify to work and trying mm-hmm. all these different um, operating systems and like all these things trying to get this thing to work and then I really and, and maybe this is where I come out of it not OCD I was like I, I found this website that's like what's com, so you can like search websites and like are they experiencing errors like are we getting oh. reports or whatever oh interesting so Spotify that day was having a bunch of people like reporting errors so I was like oh okay so they're having issues. And so I set up that playlist. I was like, okay, so when they fix it, I'll come back and okay. you know, whatever. But, like, this spreadsheet does take some time to maintain. And, like, I kind of feel off. If, like, if I, like, I couldn't just stop doing it. Right. Right. And I, that, 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 that worries me sometimes a little bit. Well, I, when you've talked about your... your spreadsheets before when you've gone on and yeah. on and on about them because there, there's I, like seven different tiers of things <laughs> yeah. that i need to do um well that that sort of clicked in my head and i i, I feel like i kind of related to you more than i ever have <laughs> <laughs> when, when re- i mean like really what i'm doing is setting rules for myself and then holding myself to the arbitrary rules i've set for myself which is right. insane but it is very james mm-hmm. like it's so james to to be like well when a song when when an album that is a so, that is contains a song that was on my countdown comes up on the random number generator that's when page 2 of the albums that I've been keeping in the queue goes on to page 1 and the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I sound I think I sound crazy whenever I'm not in my head about it like whenever someone's like what are you doing 
Like I talked to my coworker Kim about it. She sat down. Hi Kim. Hi Kim. Hi Kim. She sat down and was like, "So what is this?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> how much do you really want to know?" Yeah, like yes, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a. Did you want to talk about the weather? Or were you just making chit chat sort of deal? Like, I can go into it. <laughs> so I bold this album when the bolded albums come up. That's when this happens. And I I also have uh, started a tab called Graph which keeps track of the ratio of podcasts to not podcasts on my spreadsheet. Of course you have. I update it twice a day. <laughs> right around 10.30 a.m. and p.m. Ten and a half. Yeah, ten and a half after midnight and ten and a half after uh, yeah, noon. Do it right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. It's right around 60% podcasts to not podcasts. This is fascinating to me. <laughs> well, that 60% podcasts to 40% not podcasts is fascinating to yeah. me, given that the entire time I've known you, You've kind of been put on like the music guy shelf. Yeah. Like if all of my friends have a, sh- a shelf with a label, James's yeah. is the music guy. Right. Um, but now it's podcasts and, and not podcasts. Yeah. Well, no, and the fact that music is the smaller portion of your what you listen to is and really interesting. The to podcasts me. listen. I mean, there are some music and podcasts, I t- and I take majority responsibility for that. I was in the I introduced you to the McElroys, and they have all of the podcasts. Okay. All right. From that definition. Fine. <laughs> it is true. It, they have reached 7.2% market penetration. <laughs> I'd like to see a graph on that, please. You would, wouldn't you? I really would. <laughs> um, I mean, that's why. And, like, I think that's, really that charts episode, when like I came out of my red haze, <laughs> was something like that. Well, you, know, I'm, I, well, you were, I think you were, you were concerned about how you came off. A little. Because like, yeah. Yeah. you come out on the other side and you're like, Shit! What time? I mean, like, you know, again, what time is it? Yeah. yeah, I was just talking about because, like, I can and and people are like, "Oh, James, you you know, you have a good memory for stuff." And I'm like, "I know," and they're like, "You're, you're so handsome," and I'm like, "I know," <laughs> but um, <laughs> and humble, and I'm like, "Please, more." <laughs> um, but like, it's because I relate it to things that I keep track of, and, and yeah. music is is memories for me, and that's why it's so important that I remember that. That, it, that I can that this website last.fm has allowed me to be like on October 15th 2008 at 4:30 p.m. I was listening to this mm-hmm. because it connects me to my past and it makes sure that I'm not forgetting even if it's just what was I listening to and gives right. you a solid alibi yeah right exactly yeah. well I can't have I listened to that on Spotify <laughs> and I didn't have a smartphone at that time so I can't have killed them <laughs> them I mean that's that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, you know, like a... Like a gender neutral. Yeah, gender yeah, yeah. neutral singular pronoun. Because if you say him or her, then you've incriminated yourself. Exactly. So, Mark. Yes. <laughs> Have I ever killed someone? Is that going to be your next question? Is that is that the next uh, item on the list? Yeah, yeah. two through Have 19 I. are my victims, actually. <laughs> and 20 and 21 are left blank. <laughs> Podcast cuts off. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, I guess... To, the, the reason I just wanted to bring this up is yeah no no no, no. I, I, this is I thought this was a very cool way of presenting this topic sorry well I was I, supporting you before you got the words yeah, out sure <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> um, this is going to be a great thing you've said Mark <laughs> he's so supportive he's about to tell you the great thing that Mark is about to say which Mark will say in just a few moments I'm purred happily what purred happily oh yeah what is that Parks and Rec okay yeah yeah. The only reason I made that joke is because James literally just explained who Pert Happling is to me. <laughs> ah, that, so that was his name. It was Pert something. I think it was Pert Happily. 
Okay. So. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, this is a great episode. So, <laughs> um, so uh, the, the fun thing about OCD is being like a, a total nerd and having OCD mm. means that you just want everything yeah all the yeah. time and you try to get everything all the time um it's and a, coll- coll- a collect them all sort of situation. yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta catch them all right. and um that was nice. Pokemon. Yeah, that was for you <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's sort of like it's a weird kind of thing when on the one hand like if i if 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 i could if i had three wishes from a genie one of them would probably be more wishes. To, un- <laughs> no, because they don't grant more wishes. That's one of the rules. I would wish. <laughs> no, I, I would wish for this to to not have OCD. Well, sure. Um, but uh, I, I feel like there are a lot of things that I wouldn't have. That's what I was about to say. If you wish yeah. to not have OCD, that wouldn't that be a personality thing? Well, I, I think. Well, yeah, that, that's the whole question. Like, I mean, that's what medication. I mean, like. <laughs> The idea of medication and does it change your personality is what right. it terrifies right. me. Like, right, yeah. About you. Oh, about me? No. I'm You're afraid right. of what it will do to me. Right. And what I will do to Well, you. no, I mean, like, medication in general. Well, Anyways, I, I think that you could wish away the, this will severely hinder my ability to function right. aspect yeah. without getting rid of the, I'm really into collecting movies and, that like, this is my thing yeah. that I'm really into. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. But you would have to get real specific with that genie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't see like. <laughs> Here's my wish one. It's 14 pages. <laughs> with sub clauses and. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's actually an episode of the X Files like that. Um, really? Yeah. It was about a genie. Cool. And, it gets rid of someone's OCD. Uh, it's so it's sort of like weird science where you have to be really specific with the genie or she's not going to grant the wish the way you want her to right i mean right. like that's with everything right yeah but, so, so she's a genie but, <laughs> situation. but he uh, so what was his uh his first wish was um this is fox Mulders. this is fox Mulders. yes sorry. really yeah was this later seasons of x-files uh this is a really good episode this is uh, written by oh. vince gilligan of breaking bad and other really great episodes of the x-files okay <laughs> I know that does nothing for you when I say that. Yeah, I might like that show because I like chemistry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he wishes for uh, peace on Earth, and she looks at him and she's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yes, I'm sure." And so she goes, "Done." And he goes outside, and no one's like everyone in the world is gone. Oh, so there's just there's peace because nothing is happening. Yeah. And so he gets he gets really angry and he's like, you know, that's not what I meant. She's like, you didn't specify. I asked so, if you. I mean, I tried to give you an out, dude. <laughs> right. So he so he like writes this really long paragraph specifying how he wants. Like he he asks her to change it back. So that's his second wish. Right. And then his third wish, he's writing this really long paragraph, explicitly detailing how he wants her to grant his peace on earth wish and scully talks him out of it and says basically like isn't that the human struggle to try and achieve peace on our own he says no you're the human struggle (laughs) (laughs) um and uh so he decides that his final wish which you could say is a ripoff of aladdin is to set the genie free and the genie's like no i'm good what's your third wish (laughs) (laughs) i see you have a paragraph sticking out of your back pocket over there can i see that (laughs) no it's the human struggle (laughs) 
He has it labeled the human struggle. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a genie, <laughs> and what you, I, like I, okay, I so yeah, he told, I'm he very told us yeah, you would you get rid of it, but you'd be worried about losing. Well, I I feel like. Like I'm very proud of this crazy collection I have in front of me here. Yeah. What we're looking tell tell the people what we're looking at. Well, as All we mentioned movies. in the first episode we were Every on, movie. Do it again. When you had us describe this in the exact same wording. Um, it's lots of movies. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. So one, two, three, four, five and three quarters cases of full of DVDs. Um, and TV shows and stuff with like box sets that won't fit on it um, on top of it like Buffy and Get Smart and Lost and The Man from U.N.C.L.E. and that uh, Simpsons ripoff show <laughs> The X-Files Fox was just cannibalizing itself pretty, well, pretty early on they had already been on The Simpsons so that's true yeah um, so so you're proud of, you're proud of the collection which I get yes do you ever think about it in terms of monetary, like how oh, much money? Constantly. Yeah. And how much, like what if I what if I had done the responsible thing? And, and uh, bought a house instead of all these DVDs? Uh, or, or pirated music. <laughs> <laughs> or just downloaded everything illegally, yes. Right. From the you Russians. wouldn't download a car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of those... Like, pet piracy kills things? Yeah. Wait, pet piracy? No, piracy kills... Pet, pet oh. piracy uh, kills pets. Pet, it makes pirates out of your pets. <laughs> Arr, woof. <laughs> oh, that's Salty be, dog. That'd be adorable. Dog that's a beer. Dog. It is. It's a mm-hmm. Flogging Molly song, too. Oh. And a, no, and it might not be a beer. Flying yeah. dog is a beer. Yeah. Salty dog might be... Salty dog probably Raging is a beer. Raging bitch is a beer. Is it? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. by a flying dog. Oh. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. This is beer talk. <laughs> <laughs> And James being the world's foremost expert on alcohol. I'm always like, whenever I see Raging Bitch beer or Menage a Trois wine, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, I guess we're just kind of putting it right there on the label, literally. (laughs) Losing inhibitions whiskey. (laughs) I I would taste that. (laughs) By the way, while we were just doing that, I have just been nervously destroying this little plastic ring that was oh. on the drink holder. Okay. Uh, Just to have think, something to do with your hands? I think or, so. I yeah. think, have and you that's, ever tried that's, one of those fidget things? Well, I see that those are, those are, those are new and, and, and hot and, yeah. and, and all the rage. My uh, wife's cousin has one, and she has, like, ADD, mm-hmm. like yeah. ADHD pretty, pretty severely. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, you know, let, let's talk about that. And she had me try it. I mean, I, I get it. Um, yeah. Her... My wife's brother also has ADHD, and he has one of those click um, cubes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that he actually got from like the Kickstarter. Right, of the, like he he's OG yeah. that, and like I get that, like I get, I, I understand both of those things because yeah. I'm I I would be in meetings, and I would shred pieces of paper. Yeah, yeah. In like professional work job meetings, like, sure. And I'd be like, okay, good meeting. You know, everyone would be like, all right, good meeting. We're dismissed. And I'd be like, there's a pile right sweeping shreds of paper. And like, my like the president of the company and stuff was there. Like, it was not a good look. So I just doodle now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's. I think, I think there are connections between OCD and ADD. And yeah. I do. I mean, I wonder if that's part of my problem too. Is that like. I'm too focused and not focused enough mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's ADHD in a sentence. Right. Yeah. So, um, like, I remember once, that's why I pointed out yeah. what I was doing, because that's, yeah. like, I think it's also related to the, uh, 
incessant ice chewing. And they, our yeah. audience will remember that from uh, Mark's last episode. <laughs> yes, they, they it's all says the guy who spent an entire con- uh, an entire <laughs> guest episode <laughs> clicking a pen. And I had to, when we recorded uh, the Thirteen Reasons Why episode with Lucy. I made him, I was like, James, no clicky pen. And, and he showed me, he was like, I am throwing my clicky pen across the room yeah. where I cannot get to it. Because he just sat the whole time we were talking to Nar. I, yeah. And I didn't notice it at the time, yeah. but when I went back to edit, I was like, what is that sound? Well, you oh. get into like, the headphones are on and your And you face. can't hear it. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. so he was clicking a pen literally the whole time we were talking to Nar. Yeah. I, had, I had this delusion that my mouth was soundproof and that. If I just crunch with my mouth closed. Well, and honestly, it wasn't the crunching of the ice as much as the ice in the cup. Ah, that w- I think yes. is more what people were hearing. Okay, yeah. Wait, Wait does number that? one say no ice chewing? Yes, that <laughs> is adorable. I love it. <laughs> but I figure I will get some scalding hot tea to slurp really nice. loudly. Okay, or some soup, or soup. <clears throat> I, I planned to get like a cup of water with a straw and just blow bubbles the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all right, so once. I was, this is really weird, actually. I was um, just telling you last night about the guy in middle school who had to who memorize when Johnny comes yeah. marching home. Yeah. It was that same day where I went up and I did my poem. We had to memorize Yeah, memorize the poem. Side of for, poem. Yeah, there had to be a certain number of lines. And the lines, if lines are repeated, they don't count for the number. Um, which is bullshit because yeah. repeated lines make things harder. Like how many times do I have to repeat this before I move on is harder. No, if it's the same line repeated over and over again until you stop talking, that's... <laughs> yeah, I guess the theory was that it's a it's a loophole. That they could... Daft Punk's Around the World. <laughs> around the world. Around the world. Around the world. God. So oh, what did you... That's, um, I, well, it, I, don't, I don't remember the entire poem, but I remember standing in front of the class. Okay. And there was a, a table in front of the like I was between this table and the blackboard there was a paper clip on it so I just picked up the paper clip and by the time my poem was done I'd made a spear out of it I just unfolded it completely just the, the end <laughs> yeah and then I <laughs> lobbed it right into the classroom um, so that's that kind of Song thing that was Jeremy <laughs> sorry I'm just imagining 8th grade me <laughs> it was a harmless little fuck <laughs> or seemed he seemed a harmless little okay. fuck. Yeah, all right. So what was what was your poem? Oh, uh, uh gosh. It was Annabelle Lee. <laughs> Someone did Annabelle Lee. The yeah. Highwayman. The Parson's Tale. <laughs> Where the sidewalk ends. The whole book. The entirety of Beowulf. Right. <laughs> okay. Um Okay, so, so so it's like a fidgety thing too. Interesting. There, yeah. Um I have a lot of nervous energy. Okay. So there's fidgeting, there's, um, and I'm a compulsive list maker. Yeah. And, and I, but the thing is, like, if I didn't have all of that, there is a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of information in culture that I would just wouldn't be exposed to. I agree. Yeah. And, agree and it's a, it's just kind of like a, a weird, I don't know, I wouldn't say blessing, but a weird quirk. Yeah. To have. Like a mixed blessing. It's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A mixed blessing. Cause like I, you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a real completist about yeah. things, and um, I if that's why you and I like relate so much. It could be. So, like, anyway, there I have a whole lot of other yeah, things so, on here. So, yeah, I want to talk about some of the stuff that but, you got on but, the list. But some of this, I mean, it, it can it kind of can relate. So, you the way you framed this to me was, and you've talked touched on this a little bit, but I just want to maybe um, re 
you know, like a like a GPS recalculating. Like you you frame this like you want to talk about your OCD as it relates to how you like partake of pop culture. Yes. So like one of the things that that I know you do, we'll be talking about a movie that came out last year, and I was like, oh, I saw I saw Hush last year. Hmm. I saw Hush from last year this year. Yes. Um, the deaf girl getting stalked by a. Oh, um, um, the Audrey Hepburn movie, but where she's deaf and sight right. blind. <laughs> what is the name of that movie? I'm wait until dark. Wait until dark. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I said, oh, Mark, I saw I saw Hush with my sister last night. And he's like, oh yeah, that's number sixteen on my list for 2016. Like it's such yeah. And like God. he has this list, but like like for me, my compulsion is well not com- it's <laughs> interesting. Okay. Move on. Um, it's okay. Is to put it on a blog or to to publish it somewhere to make a Facebook post of it. Mark just has his list. Like in order, is this like in a notebook or on your computer? This or? is on uh, letterbox.com. Okay, it's I, I, just, I don't know I what de- that is. Well, I described okay. it. I described <laughs> it to James, and he was like, "Oh, so it's Goodreads." It's Goodreads, and, and oh, so okay. yeah, Goodreads okay. for movies. For me, Goodreads is is the letterbox for, for books. books, right? Right, <laughs> whatever, or the last.fm for books and movies. Right. <laughs> so, um, scrabble here. I, I actually last year I were like really pushed hard to try and see as many movies from one year as I could. And I ended up seeing like, I think 110 from 2016. Wow. And, um, I should, I've shown you you the list. Yeah. Um, one of which I wanted to talk about actually. Okay. All right. Let's do it. My favorite. Um, cause it, see, cause there are other little bits that I've been inspired by from discussions you guys have had. Okay. And specifically, so <laughs> he's pointing at me. What did yes. I do? No, no, you did. No, no, no. I, 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 Mark I is love... pointing at me nicely. James is pointing at me accusatorily. <laughs> no, here's, here's, here's one of the things here's all right. When, when my, I guess, obsessive nature really kicks in is when like, if I'm in charge or I just arbitrarily put myself in charge of bringing entertainment to like a, a gathering or, okay. or something. Or if you're having a guest. Or please. if I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I will bring a stack of stuff. Okay. Because I am, I'm paranoid that I'm not going to bring something for everyone. Right. I am also overly excited about this prospect of introducing people to all a whole spectrum of things. Right. And uh, I, I just like people to have choice. And I think when they see the stacks I bring... They're they're just like, wow. They see so it as that's some, like so. Mark brought us forty movies to watch this weekend. Yeah, and when, what Mark actually did was I brought forty movies for us to decide which one we I want know. to watch. We can so I've I've blocked off an hour for a rigorous debate about the merits of each movie. Right. Um, and Beginning now. Go rigorous <laughs> debate by me. You guys just right. listen. <laughs> you joke, but no, no, I don't. no, I don't because I I am I am that person also. See, that's also where like. I, I thought I wanted to be a, um, a, move, a film professor for a while because I just don't shut up about movies. And so one of the things I like to do if I'm showing a movie to a bunch of people is I'll try to... Um... Hey, everyone. Please enjoy my sexy, sick voice as I explain to you that Mark's roommate came home at this point and we kind of lost our train of thought. So we didn't know what we were talking about. So we just sort of dove right back in wherever our brains took us so enjoy what were you talking about i don't know I, I was i was uh i was focused mm-hmm. on you mm-hmm. right um oh, so no, we we're talking about when you have guests or like when you bring movie big things in movies yes yeah let me just say real quick before you get into your thing he'll tell me about dates he goes on or like girls he wants to date or whatever uh-huh. 
and I'd be like, yeah, okay, so we're going to go out. Or no, she, she's going to come over and watch a movie. And I picked out these 17 movies <laughs> to show her. And I'm like, but what about what she wants to do? And like, with Mark, it's like, he's like, but I'm giving her an option to figure out what she wants to do. <laughs> Which of these 17 movies does she want to watch? Like, Which, like, honestly, looking at your vast movie collection, you're doing her a favor by narrowing it down <laughs> some. But like, I brought Empire Records for Mark to watch. Yeah. Like an idiot. <laughs> Right. You're not giving okay. him any choice. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, so that, that's well, all no, I'm and I'm not making fun of you. Like, honestly, if you if I walked in here and you were like, so what movie do you want to watch? I'd be like, uh... Um, <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, is, um, <laughs> if the girl was like, um, let's watch my favorite movie. Well, that's... See, okay. Then I would it's be fine It's probably still on the shelf. <laughs> he, in, he inevitably has it. Because I, I... All right, so I have done the exact... Would you be fine with I that? Have, yes, because I've done it before. Okay. I have done the exact thing you described. It wasn't 17 movies, though. It was 20, 11, okay. maybe. 27. Because I think people are kind of astounded at how many movies I have right. and how into them I am. So she was just like, let's just let's watch a movie. Why don't you bring something over? Okay, well, now, if she says that, then, yeah. that, then you're totally within your rights. So I, I did. And I, I like from every genre, every time period... And, uh, and see, that, I think, that I, seems that seems nice. Right. That seems good. It, what becomes a problem is when you say, "I have chosen seventeen zombie apocalypse movies. <laughs> Which one do you want to watch?" And right. she's like, "I was thinking a rom com." <laughs> right. You're like, "So, like, um, uh, crap, Warm Bodies." Okay, fair. There you go. Yeah, there you go. We did it. Wow. So you really can. There really Zom- is a zom a zom a zom rom com. A zom com. Yeah, it's a zom com. So I'm I think I've actually seen that describing warm bodies before. Probably yeah. mm-hmm. Probably. Um, I guess the problem for me is if that's the only interactions, like the only dates you ever go on, are I'll bring over some more movies to educate you on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. And I, I, oh, I know. <laughs> All right. So what were you? What were you going to tell him? Sorry. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, um, I jumped on. So I, I guess you jumped on and then smacked him. Right. So <laughs> science fiction has always been a big thing for me. Uh-huh. And, um, I liked, uh huh. And I liked. The, when you guys were talking about Firefly, and for the four seconds in that episode that we actually <laughs> talked about Firefly, well, I I like that um, it was your mom that got you onto it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you kind of correct me if I'm misremembering this, but you sort of had a realization that there can be like quality character driven shows that take place anywhere, right? Even in space, yeah, and that's not necessarily a bad thing or like a insufferable thing right. or anything like that. Um, so last year, my favorite movie was Arrival. Okay. Which is... Which Kevin has also uh, touted the, the virtues of. Yeah, so. Kevin said it was great and tried to get me to watch it, and I was like, I have no desire to. Okay, so... I'm sure it's a great movie. It It's... I, all right, I don't, I don't want to oversell it because no, it's there fine. are a couple things I've said about it that are, are really ridiculous things to say because... Greatest cinema experience. Well, <laughs> it's sort of... Right. Life changing. So I feel like in some ways, like no movie I've ever seen kind of nails the meaning of life better than Arrival. Okay. Interesting, okay. Um, and the thing is, if you look at it like... So Amy Adams is a um, whatever the linguist. a lingu- 
is that the proper mm-hmm. thing? All right, a linguist who is because this is my on ramp to the to the movie at all. Oh, because I thought it was a remake of that Charlie Sheen movie, The, the Arrival. Arrival. <laughs> right, the aliens with the inverted knees. I never saw it. Oh, she's charged by the government with um, so the, the basically these um, these alien Spoilers. ships have landed in different parts of the world there are seven or eight of them and there's no clear pattern to where they landed and why they landed where they landed and they are trying desperately to communicate with them and so she is without getting into the weeds with it she's trying to figure they communicate in a very unorthodox strange pictographic way okay so she has to (laughs) she has to figure out exactly like if there's any kind of pattern at all with like really labor intensive trial and error. Do they have her working with like a code breaker or anything? Because I feel like a code breaker would be very helpful. Um, I think Jeremy Renner's character has something like has that. Seen codes? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen codes on TV. I think I can be of some help. <laughs> Do you know what codes are, Amy Adams? Codes are <laughs> I'm a linguist. Oh, you're a linguist. What that means is that. <laughs> All right, yep. So so um, all right so and essentially it's a movie about learning how to talk to each other. If I say any more, it's it's one of those movies that the less you know about it, yeah, the more it's going to surprise you and hopefully move you. Okay. And um, I just like I was kind of I was inconsolable after the movie ended. Yeah, you that was the one where like you didn't I couldn't talk. Well, well, okay, so I could talk. I couldn't talk about the movie right. itself for about an hour afterwards, yeah. or I would start crying again. Yeah, okay. it's like me with Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You laugh. That's something, isn't it? it? I definitely was obsessed with Pitch Perfect. Like, c- couldn't stop thinking about Pitch Perfect for, like, a week. Anyways. But, like, so it affected you so much that you couldn't even, like, converse about it. Right. Which is interesting for a movie about language and communication. It left me speechless. So, Arrival yes. is one. What what well, what else you got on your list? Um I mean, I'm I'm in. I'm I'm Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm you certainly going to I think you would really, I really think you would like it too. I probably would. And there's I'll probably see it in about 10 years. <laughs> and I and I say that only because that's how long it takes me to get like I I don't watch movies very often. Right. Not because I don't like to watch movies, but right. so rarely do I have a two-hour block sure. where I don't have something else I either should be doing or have been waiting to do. Like, right. I mean, when I get a two-hour block of time, I'm either I'm either like, okay, well, it's time to edit this week's UFO, or I'm like, yes, two hours to sit down and write fan fiction. <laughs> Which is also on my list. Excellent. Because I have written fan fiction. Let's segue. Yep. Wait, hold on. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. So you... I tried it. No! You couldn't do it? I tried, Kevin t- tried to get me to watch it when we first started dating, and it didn't grab me. But again, there are a lot of times when things don't grab me because I'm just not in the mood. Mm, okay. And so he keeps wanting me to go back to it. But I, 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 mean, I have every intention of going back to Battlestar okay. at some point. And what, um, at the time, what wasn't grabbing you? I was just bored. Oh, all right. Like, I was sitting there, and I was like, I, like when I... If I'm watching something and I find myself like, okay, well, I was just off. I just got off Facebook, but I'm going to get back on and see if, oh, look, James posted a new song lyric. Yay. <laughs> well, nothing else is happening on Facebook, so I guess I'll keep watching this thing. Wow. 30 seconds later. Okay. Mm. And, and a lot of the time, that is just that I am not in the mood. Yeah. 
to to be watch to be consuming that particular media at that particular time of day that day in my life there's this is why James says he doesn't ever know what I will and won't like right because it changes so wildly depending on my mood yeah whether mercury's in retrograde <laughs> yes. what I ate that day right yeah yeah that's always one of my favorite parts of any given episode is when you ask, you think I'll like it? And there's a pause and James goes, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a season and one episode of Battlestar Galactica. I liked it, but yeah. then I stopped uh, feeding my daughter. So. Uh, oh, you watched what? it while you were giving yeah. Lila bottles? Yeah, yeah. And then she was no longer. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for the translation. Thank you for clarifying. Wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you, me, for clarifying that. She for wasn't her. skinny enough. <laughs> Be beautiful. Like, oh, God. You're such a fat baby. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, okay. Yeah, battle so the All right, real quick. The funny thing about the, the reboot is, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the original from mm-hmm. 1979. Yeah. All right, so it was straight up. A Star, a Star Wars, yeah, not ripoff, C- but... cashing in on Space Wars. Let's but, do Space Wars. Yeah, essentially, um, yeah, it was a TV mega producer who we can't just call it Space Wars, James. We'll call it Star Battles. Star <laughs> Battles in the Galaxy to cut. I think um, there's actually something involving a lawsuit. Like George Lucas either threatened something or it might have been the show only lasted for a year because it was horribly expensive. And um, horrible. It, well, the thing about it is, like, you go back and watch it, and the basic setup of Battlestar Galactica is there are twelve planets, right. twelve colonies, and the evil Cylons kill everyone except for about forty thousand. This humans. is of the reboot. No, this is the original. Oh, okay, and it's also the reboot. It's the same setup, but by the end of the pilot of the first Battlestar Galactica, they're like. <laughs> having a good time like in some alien casino <laughs> as like <laughs> alien the alien supremes are on a stage singing some kind of like some kind of uh disco song okay and um they like they totally ain't no starship fast enough <laughs> you know it's funny you say that i know because well no no <laughs> never mind <I'm>, uh <laughs> And so, like, this series actually made good on the premise. Right. And, like, what would it actually do to somebody to, like, you have 40,000 humans left over from, you know, 12 planets full of billions of people. Right. And they're constantly on the run from these en- these engineered superhumans. Right. Who are, st- who are like, sworn with their extinction. The to- Secretary of Education is now your president. That's correct. And... The only reason why your ship hasn't been destroyed is because you guys didn't have internet. He's right on the money. Yep. Uh, if you guys want to listen to a very in-depth discussion of the pilot episode of Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, uh, listen to Wings the Podcast. Oh, they, they did an episode, oh, they did an episode Battlestar. on Battlestar. Yeah. yeah. They also did a subsequent episode on the last episode of Battlestar Galactica, which is sort of weird for them to have done. Yeah, since their whole thing is we watch pilot episodes. Yeah. But... Did they feel very strongly about it? Is that why? The, a lot yeah. of people did. Yeah. Well, apparently, like the last three seconds, or the well, last the, like fifteen seconds. So there's it. a there's a yeah. There's Ghosts a, and stuff. There's a time. At some <laughs> at some point, I will watch Battlestar. Kevin has. It's like it's not in our marriage vows. 
it's basically, it may as well be in our marriage vows. So say Kevin Hart. <laughs> you you know much more about this. I watched I? a season and a episode, <laughs> but you you re- you remember it very well. I just listened to the wings of the podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's, what else you got? All right. Um, we can so fan fiction. Yeah. Um, so keeping in in science fiction, I uh, I had my own Star Trek comic book. Oh. When I was younger, which which, I, uh, which which generation? It was my own generation. Ooh, I made up my talking own. Talking about your generation, I made up my own characters. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. And when you say when you were younger, we're we talking like this was a, this was element school, this was elementary, elementary school. Okay. I think fourth fifth grade. Did you grade. draw it and write it? Mm-hmm. Do you have it? No. Oh, what are we even talking about? <laughs> It was all right. So it okay. was it was a really ridiculous setup because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think through the premise very yeah. well. Elementary school fan fiction. I got well, it. Was, I gotcha. So it was Star Trek three thousand. Okay. It was the year three thousand. The distant future. But the thing was, for some reason, I thought it was a really clever twist that somehow the entirety of Earth had been put to sleep. Oh. Starting like around the next generation era, okay. and they suddenly woke up in the year three thousand. Oh, so Futurama! But it doesn't straight up Futurama ripoff. I before before Futurama, Futurama. so Futurama oh, is a Star Trek three thousand ripoff. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, I think I I realized sort of as I was doing it, like, but then that doesn't mean anything because it's not like technology has jumped several hundred years because they've all been asleep. You just have to dust off some stuff. I, I think it was sort of like I wanted the. Oh, my DVR is full. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons are still going. <laughs> so It'll just be repeats though, because Matt Groening's been asleep. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. since 1984. So Ooh, the, the the androids stayed awake. Oh yeah. Do I androids dream of electric sheep? No, they of... never sleep. <laughs> never thought of that. Well, so there's, I, the, there's the premise Star for, Trek your, for your reboot. So Battlestar Galactica s reboot s <laughs> reboot of Star Trek 3000, where you actually make good on the promises and cast in where James almost. He, I think, is going to be in the new Star Trek series. Star Trek 3000. Star Trek is well. If, <laughs> if I have anything to say yeah. about it. <laughs> um, and then I had briefly this never this never made it to print. Oh, but we got some inside deleted scenes. I, yeah. I also I also shot for uh, I called it Star Trek Duo Fleet. It Ooh. was two starships instead of just one. Like connected? No, oh. they would just that would technically kind of just be one ship, right? They would just yeah. fly around the galaxy together. It didn't make Aww. sense, so I didn't. Like, I like didn't best friends. But I didn't ships. press for. <laughs> I had the same thought. Yeah, the little lights would blink when they would speak to each other. Yeah. You know, Aww. So, Aww. that's actually <laughs> really cute. <laughs> You're my best friend. <laughs> pew pew, right back at you. Yeah, Cheryl Ladd and uh, Richard Roundtree as. <laughs> that's right. That's Shaft, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm, for whatever reason, it was made in the seventies. Okay. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> wow. Zoe Deschanel and <laughs> Andy Samberg. Oh. I would watch that. Mark wouldn't. Eh. Mark hates Andy. Look, Samberg. if it's Star Trek, Samberg. I'm going to watch it. Yes. Yeah. So, but with I'd Andy Samberg, would it be Star Trek? <laughs> I well, posit that it would not. <laughs> some people will tell you if the, name, if the word or the the name Star Trek is on it, it's Star Trek. So. Well, are those people, people are dirty liars? <laughs> well, they're not true fans. That's oh, that's, wow. what, that's what it is. 
So have you written any more Star Trek fanfic? Star Trek? Star there Trek. you go. There's Ooh. your new premise. <laughs> they're all con artists. And there's, <laughs> I was going to say they're all. I was going to say they were all space hookers. I was going to say yeah, space hookers. Con artist space hookers who um, are also magicians for kids' parties. Isn't that is that not the premise of Firefly? It may have been. <laughs> it was a little bit. <laughs> they weren't all hookers, right? <laughs> have you written any Star Trek or other fan fiction since your elementary school days? I have not in my middle school days, and uh, Riley yes. can tell you about this. Hey, Riley. I, Hi, Riley. Hi, Paul. <laughs> I um, I Riley. wrote a Xena Ooh. Uh, story, f- fan fiction thing, Okay. which was a time travel story, actually. Tell like me it. more. <laughs> I'm intrigued. So there's, there, there's a, a Western TV show called Have Gun, Will Travel. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my... I've heard of it. Yeah, me too. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> my the title of my story was Have Fun have, have, with Zena. <laughs> and ha- time travel. Have Scepter will travel. Oh nice. Because okay. it was all about why not have boomerang ring thing? Chakra? Didn't have the same ring. Well, it. because there was a there was a, <laughs> exactly. a, a, a time travel scepter uh, that I basically cribbed from Ninja Turtles three. Right. It was uh, a guy, like a, paleonto- like a paleontologist? No, not paleontologist. Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah. Um, and his, his uh, novel- novelist okay. friend who, uh, I forget how it all worked out, but they somehow... His novelist friend? Yes. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> this turns out to have been crucial to the plot. No, it, it, it was. It probably was. It was. We've no, turned no. over a new chapter, John. No, because I, I, was, I, was, I was pairing them... No. <laughs> That's two on the nose. <laughs> and I'm a novelist, and I know about chapters. <laughs> uh, I was pairing them up. Sure. Because Gabrielle was a traveling bard. Oh, right, right. Sure, sure. I get, oh, I get you. Okay, yeah. so it's a novelist. So they... Modern day version. Yes. Right. So they, they, they uncover this ancient Greek scepter thing that mm-hmm. transports them back in time. Right. And then... Archaeologists uh, being the modern equivalent of warrior princesses. The, yeah, got it. <laughs> um, and uh, then an evil warlord somehow gets a hold of the scepter and then goes forward in time. To... So were they were they transported back to Xena's? They, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm they, like, yes. is this some kind of like weird AU thing, or like, did they? No, they so... they they were transported back in time to ancient Greece to hang out with Xena. To hang out, yeah. They got come it. across Xena okay. and Gabrielle. Right. Uh, evil. I never watched Xena, so I don't really know. Well, they're all right there. I'm sure they are. <laughs> um, Under Z. <laughs> For Xena. Mm-hmm. They go back to the future. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> and um, end up in modern day New York City, even though it doesn't start out there. Sure. Because everything has to end right. up in New York City. The Crocodile right. Dundee rule. Yeah. Yep. Right. And I actually had like this whole this whole plan. This, this was written like word. Like word documents. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This was, and I, I eventually abandoned it. Do you have this one? I have. So I wrote about fifty pages. Which was, I know, right? I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't even tell you what that is now. Like, I don't. I have no idea how I filled fifty pages worth. But and uh, I wasn't even close to being. Join Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you, Mark. We will read your stuff. <laughs> uh, I. It would be. You know what? I might. 
I would read it, is all I'm saying. I would be curious to see how I stretched out 50 pages without getting to, like, one of the first major well, plot points. Well, I'm willing points. to bet at least 27 of those are just descriptions of what their boobs look like <laughs> in corsets. No, I mean, it was you were a middle school boy, so... It's all extremely tasteful. That was, that was uh, like, there was a, po- a period for, like, two years where I was completely obsessed with that show to an unhealthy degree. You can listen to the Midpoint podcast episode on Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They cool. talked about how, like, corsets are not really great battle <laughs> attire. <laughs> I actually, in, in the, um, I had this grand plan for that whole story, and there was going to be, like, a big battle finale on top of the Statue of Liberty, which then sure. the first X-Men movie stole from me. Oh, God. Right. I know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm breaking all this ground. And, I know. And other artists are... Freaking Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> Um, now, is it something that you would go back to if you could find it? Or no. have you had any interest in like anything else where you're like, I want to write fan fiction about that and just haven't done it? Um, or I, is the fan fiction phase of your life over? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because I, I, I feel like, because you guys had an episode on fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And you write, what do you write? I, I, I write Zombies Run fan fiction. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, I, in high school, I wrote Newsies fan fiction. But that is lost and gone forever. <laughs> Thank God. I write UFO fan fiction. He does. We had an episode about that, too. Choose your own. It was the Choose Your Own Adventure. Right, yes. James's okay, own yes, UFO yes. fan fiction. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like maybe, I don't know. I could, rival fan fiction. I could see, <laughs> I could see it's myself. It's just the script for Arrival. <laughs> he just transcribes it. Mark, but marks in them. And it's... And it's uh, it's unreadable because it's covered in tears. Oh. Um, I I could see myself maybe. I feel like if anything, I'm more likely to write like a like a um, teleplay. Okay. Or which uh, is fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, actually, I don't know if they're doing it for the new Star Trek series, but when the whole Star Trek Empire was still on TV, like Voyager and Deep Space Nine and all right. that, they prided themselves on on like being the only tv shows that would accept non yeah, yeah like non-solicited scripts and so that they had they hired people who would just read I mean, piles of fan scripts yeah. and well no the dream is to have your script made yeah the dream is not to sit there and read <laughs> piles of unsolicited yeah. fan scripts <laughs> put it in the tasha yar comes back to life pile <laughs> uh, what else we got i don't know what else you guys got May I look at your list? Well, how do, how does the fan fiction thing like if 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 your if your list is like these are some things that relate to like that I can link all these together with my OCD? How does your fan fiction writing? I think so. I think that kind of it all sort of. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and putting, I ask this as a legitimate question, I know, but I also know, knowing that it's probably like it's because I can't fa- I can't really unless it's just like well. I tend to obsess over things, and so I obsessed over Xena and Star right. Trek. I think the and I needed pages. to get it out of my brain. Yeah, yeah. which and I, is I, why I think most of us write fan fiction yeah, because right. we get so obsessed with something that we cre- we we can't not create, and then have to get it out of our heads. And I, I that's 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 partially it. Okay. I think, and, and also I feel like there's something that you just really want like sometimes you really want to be a part of something mm-hmm. yeah that doesn't yeah. exist yeah. yep I, I mean the the 50 pages too like losing 
Like, not I, knowing I think, what you wrote, but getting 50 pages out sort of seems like... Yeah, I, I feel like it was sort of like... Well, that's just writing. Right. You yes. just word vomit onto the page and then sift through it later. Well, that's that's something I think that... I think I, the reason I was stammering earlier, because I was just kind of putting it all together for the first time. Well, it was a weird question for me to ask. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's all kind of coming together now. Uh, I, I think it kind of has to do with... In, in high school is when my OCD really manifested. Okay. And I think part of it was uh, relationship-related. I think okay. the the utter heartbreak of, of of love in high school like yeah. really can send you over the edge. Yep. Sure. And um, I think, like, I remember uh, a lot of it manifested in work I would do yeah. at school and outlines I would do for, like, for chapters that, like... We had to do, outline a chapter for biology class, oh, and then we'd go up to the, the worst. we'd go up to the teacher, and she would look at it and make sure it was enough. And I remember specifically, she looked at mine and she was like, "Whoa, you got too much detail." And well, fuck you, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, but I mean, the whole, the point of an outline is you're supposed to hit the salient points without too much detail, uh, and that's yeah, what I always true. struggled with too. And, and that, that I would always so that, be like, "But mm-hmm. this is this might be, what if this is on the test? It yeah. needs to go in the outline so I can study for it." Right. So mm-hmm. I so it was sort of like you're unnoticed, teacher. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was it, I I was I was compelled to get as much salient detail as I could in there. Yeah. Because it was partially paranoia, I guess. Because it, it, like I didn't, I didn't. Anything could be on the test. Right. Mm-hmm. You never knew. Yeah. And that, you know, that would, that would back me up with a lot of my homework, where I would just take too long. Yeah, Interesting. I can and, see that. And even like, in geometry class, when we'd actually be drawing things, that all kinds of alarms would go sure, off. Because, sure. Because you know, I wasn't. If you can't draw I wasn't, it correctly, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about the right thing mm. as I was drawing a line, so yeah. I had to erase, and then it's it's all. There. Well, and even just like with the outlining, that goes back to: Did I lock the door? Like, yeah. I know this one tiny, you know, offshoot sentence probably won't be on the test, but what if it is? Yeah. This is my outline that I'm going to use to study for the test later. I know this probably won't be on it, but what if it is? Yeah. I need to have this in here so that I remember this. And yeah. so, like, I imagine sitting there fighting with yourself about, I know I don't need this, but what if I do? Yeah. So you put it in, and then the teacher says, you don't need this. And you're like, but what if I do? Yeah. Now yeah. you've told me I don't, but now <laughs> I put the idea in your head about that thing, and what if you put it on the test because I put it on my outline? I just saw a tweet or a Facebook thing or something where someone was like, uh, my teacher told me that there wouldn't be XYZ on the test, and there absolutely was XYZ on the yeah. test. I was like, wow, what a betrayal. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's. I, yeah. I, those outlines, I, I, I don't think I ever did. <laughs> I, I did. Well, we, we, I, these we had to. I, she was grading us on it. I, I'm We're just making I don't sure have any we're... recall of like successfully getting past one. Dump. I don't remember doing them for like bio. I remember doing them for like history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Mrs. Dye. Yeah. Yeah. Where. Yeah. It, yeah. Yes. I just that's not my brain doesn't doesn't organize like that. Yeah. Like that's like I'm like in um my James l- had spreadsheets with all of his Yeah, exactly. Homework. I randomly <laughs> picked a, a topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> what homework? Well, eighteen twelve came up. Thank goodness. <laughs> That was due tomorrow. James, James, you were supposed to write about Martin Luther King. That's not what the random number generator said. Sorry, Miss Die, but here's a great thing about 1812. You know, so, okay, gosh, I'm remembering all this stuff now. Like, that also reminds me of, um, it was freshman year of high school, I think, and there was this whole technique that all the teachers were pushing on us, which was pre-reading, mm-hmm. where we would, like, read the first sentence of every section, mm-hmm. and then, like, the questions after, so we could, like lubricate our minds for the information I we're about to absorb so i know it was but for like the first month or so like they they told me we should do it so i felt like i had to do it i was like yeah. what if they're giving us the, the key to making straight a's what if what if science has proven that pre-reading is going to vault me to the presidency and so i, I don't want to be president i don't think but 14-year-old Mark didn't yeah. want to be president, but what if one day I do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I better so, do my pre-reading. 21 so, years of pre-reading, and I'm, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so like I, I, felt, I felt badly if I didn't try that. Huh. And I can guarantee I was probably the only one. It's like, it sort of reminds me, I have a couple, a couple of things that, that we just said brought up. Um, it reminds me of um, when kids in math class in elementary school have to learn estimating. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. Because estimating is there, like, how it's touted is, so you don't have to do, like, the full math problem to get a close answer. Right. Like, you know, you know, 1857 plus 913, just round those to, it's about 2800. That's fine. But if the kid does the thing, does the math, they get an X. Like, they get, you know, they get, they get it wrong because it's like, we're trying to teach you this technique of doing something so don't do the thing that we're trying to get you to not have to do don't do the actual problem <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so yeah like, you get you get it wrong if you actually add 1857 and yeah. 1913 yeah exactly but and I, I'm like I, I get that as I just laid it out I'm like okay but you understand why that is and I'm like I understand it but it drives me pre-reading seems like a technique that you show to someone who was not doing great at reading comprehension or something. Yeah. Right. As opposed to, okay, class, it's time for our pre-reading exercise. Or, or someone who was very daunted by being told to read right. an entire chapter right. in their history book. Well, read each, you know, the first yeah. sentence of each paragraph, that is less daunting. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. But no, this was, yeah. but this for, was for all of us. Yeah. yeah but, but for, you know, people like me, at least, and presumably you guys who, yeah. who don't, find the idea of reading a chapter in a history book daunting or who understand the concept of estimating yeah. it is it makes it like the concept of pre-reading is daunting to me yeah because i'm like this, this doesn't make sense right. you've now given me another assignment on top of the assignment to read the chapter right yeah or like yeah like writing an outline i'd rather just read the thing a couple times yeah. and i can learn it in the chunks that it exists in the paragraph yeah. right as i do to, love outlines yeah I can, I, I, can, I, I can get that. I can't fair. do notes either. I, yeah. I I don't I don't I my notes are okay. I guess pay real close attention to what the teacher's saying. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Seriously, like I'm like I, I have a tough time when I'm trying to do on those rare occasions when I'm trying to do the unabashedly obsessed w- w- Wikipedia. Oh right, we have one of those. It's really hard for me. I'm yeah. on the I'm still on the first episode of 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 like. From this time to this time, we talked about this. Not because like we got off on super tangents, but because I'm like, what's important for me to yeah. put? 
And, like, I could just put zombies. But I also, like, um, at work we have, like, tags. And, mm-hmm. like, I, when I think about, like, um, when you write the blog post for the, for the episode, mm-hmm. these same kinds of tags we have at work. Yeah. Someone else has to do Actually, Benji uh, is largely okay. taking control of this. Hi, Benji. Hi, Benji. Hi, Benji. Um, it's like, what does this test do? Yeah. What, are, what, what, you know, I need a test for blanks. What are the tests for blanks? So every test that has to do with blanks, you put in blank. Whatever. That drives me crazy. Because I'm like, well... And, like, I've, 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 I've voiced this in meetings where I'm like, okay, but everyone spelled blank the same, and no one abbreviate blank, and no one abbreviate blank in different ways, because if I'm looking for blank and I abbreviate it BLK, and nothing comes up, or so, or every, or only yeah. things come up when you do BLK, like, I think, I think I've definitely, like, I like to think that it helps, it helps the, the, the motion of the department mm-hmm. for me to be like, uh, everyone stop and, and, and obsess with me about this for just a test. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's like that on Tumblr. Like, yeah. I mean, I know I keep using Zombies Run, but that is the fandom I'm currently really into. Running and with. we, yeah, <laughs> that I'm currently, yeah, Zombies Run is the current fandom I'm currently running with. Thank you, Mark. Good job. You're welcome. Um, I'm out, everybody. <laughs> and we've got Zombies Run as one word. Yeah. Is a hashtag. There's Zombies Space Run. Right. It's, it's like an actual space, not Zombies Outer Space. <laughs> the Zombies um, Space Run. There's ZR. Okay. Hashtag ZR. Yeah. And so I feel like anything that I want dumped into the fandom, I have to tag with all of those. Right. And there's, and like, you know, I just, on Archive of Our Own, I just posted a fan fiction that had a whole bunch of, like, I mentioned basically all of the characters. Right. But there were really only four who had dialogue. Right. And I was like, okay, well, do I tag Sarah Smith in this because I mentioned her name? Right. Even though at no point did anyone interact with her. Right. But what if somebody's looking for Sarah Smith fan fiction? I don't want them to find mine and be like, oh, Sarah Smith is mentioned one time in this. Right. But I don't want somebody to be like, but you mentioned Sarah Smith. Why didn't you tag yeah. her? All, all that falls into the yeah. same pool for me. I, 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 in that particular instance, I opted to not tag Sarah Smith yeah. because she did not have dialogue. I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. But, that was a close and one. And because I was tired of tagging things right. by that point. <laughs> my, uh, my last chemistry class of my major was called Instrumental Analysis. And the tests were five questions with, like, A through G parts. So, like, if you didn't know a concept that was on a question, you were fucked. Right. But fortunately, he, he observed the curve. So, like, as long as one person didn't just nail it, everyone was pretty much fine. You know. Right. All right. Everyone, no one got above a 40. <laughs> so 40s or Cs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I remember that. Yeah. So... Studying for those tests <laughs> was either an exercise in just like futility, because mm-hmm. you were like, "I'm just re- I'm looking through the book, looking through my notes." I took notes in that class. Yeah. Um, I was like, "I guess this will just be what I what I come in with," and like you, but and I, I would reach a point, and I would reach this point with the outlines in high school too. I guess this is good enough. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess I've done all I can, and and here I am as prepared as I gonna I'm gonna be. And sometimes you just get there and you be like, Buh. well, and you don't want to <laughs> completely bork it, but you also don't want to be the one guy who gets a seventy five when everybody else got thirty nine right. or below, and so you've screwed the curve. Oh well, you you do want to be that guy because <laughs> then your grade was. There was one guy. 
he uh, the real quick story. He was there's told, no such thing. I've told a story about this guy before. Who he came in our freshman year um, on midterm day, mm-hmm. not realizing it was midterm day. Oh, same guy. And we started a midterm. Our midterms an hour before class was supposed to start, so we oh. came in an hour after midterm started. Oh wow! He was super smart and a stoner. So he so senior year we were in this class, and he there was a question about something, and he literally wrote. I gotta be honest with you, Professor Leary. I don't know what the answer to this. I don't really know how this is. Here's something I do know. Full diagram, blah, 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 blah. And I think it's kind of related. The man got full credit. <laughs> wow. Was it related? And we hated him <laughs> for a solid five minutes. Because we were like, fucking... Because like, it's that dream of like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the you know... Um, the, the philosophy class of like why and the kid walks in and writes why not and gets full credit. Yeah. <laughs> there, that there's there's a sitcom where that happened. It was a communications class, and it, he, they have three hours to write uh, an answer. Their their exam was their answer to their quest to the question on the blackboard, which was the secret to good communication is brevity. You now have three hours. That's what she wrote is brevity, and she got an A plus. Yes. There's a part of the Simpsons where there's a banner that says brevity is dot 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 wit, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Actually, bringing all of that yeah. back around. No, I have I have a way to do it. I'm, I, know. I don't. Okay. Have it. <laughs> um, I it, the weird thing about uh, something like, or at least for me, for like the the fan fiction I was writing, was you're really you're, you're attracted to other fantasy worlds yeah. that you want to be a part of. It's also an outlet for your own um, kind of wild creative impulses. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's all about rigidly controlling things that you want to be at a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I, I find that really fascinating. And so I, I, I feel like that's also kind of part of, like, if, if you want to look at something like, like OCD in a broader, almost philosophical context it's sort of like ways it manifests for me is is kind of like making other things into a more uh, important part of my life i guess yeah and i guess that's the nature of fandom in general but I, i feel like there are times when i can go into an even deeper dive because of my compulsiveness or my compulsion to be a completist on things Mm -hmm. and, you know, make sure I've watched every single episode of every Star Trek series and make sure I have a a, a list of every single film noir that I haven't seen that I want to see and make sure that when I do see it, I grade it and move it to another list of movies I have seen. You know, Mm -hmm. I have lists and lists of lists and all that kind of stuff. So I guess for me, there's a whole lot that having OCD has opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there's that it has been more um that it, enough people are dealing with it and also making technology and like making content and are are um making their way into like the the pop culture arena that it that there have been things like Goodreads and like listbox.com or whatever with letterbox.com Letterbox. yeah that People are like, well, we want to keep lists. Everyone wants to keep lists. Let's make this website that makes it easy. So you don't have to have all these scraps of paper because yeah. enough people are dealing with this on a clinical or not clinical level. Right, right. Yeah. Um, 
that they're like, people want to make lists, let's make a website that helps people keep lists or keep track of the music they've listened to yeah. or keep track of the books they've read or movies they've seen and rate them and move them around. And I think technology has helped people... All of Reddit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's really <laughs> helped people marshal their neuroses yeah. in a way, but also... It Bolster can, it, too, a little yes, bit. Yes, it, can, yeah. it can become this awful black hole of, yeah. of uh, where you meet other people who are of the same ilk and you're just spending hours and hours on spreadsheets about the music you listen to. Yeah. I wanted to tell the story that I hinted or that I teased. Okay. Um, my first, I think my first instance of OCD goes back to, we had a chronically late bus driver Oh no. in elementary school. Yeah. And uh, that was not okay. Yeah. With me. And um, it was, it was bad. Like it was, it was a constant thing. And uh, so our vice principal at the end of, I don't know if this was something everyone does at every school, but as the buses would come into the bus loop, he had a piece of paper taped to um, the, like a pole under the awning right outside. And he would write the bus number as it came in. So you'd know how far up the loop your bus was. Right. Okay. And uh, my, my bus number 42, which I still remember would almost never be there. Right. Right. And um, so I developed this habit of writing lists of bus numbers on the sides of things at home, like on my mattress, on, <laughs> on um, pieces of paper. And I also actually, I remember once we had like a couch in the kitchen and I had a whole bunch of match- matchbox cars and I would line up the matchbox cars like the buses in the bus loop. <laughs> and I would, wow. I would then like make them pull out one by one and. Huh. I feel like like the, I just realized recently. I think that was the big, like the big alarm bell that something was coming later. Yeah, in interesting. Life. That's so. I don't mean that I don't to mean be to say sad, crazy, but, but like, it's yeah. like that's so interesting and like unique. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, we laugh about it now. Like my my family and I laugh oh, okay. about it. Okay, I was time. like Aaron and I are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was. Um, but that yeah, that was. Because I, I I do have vivid memories of that, and I don't think my parents ever knew what to do with about that. I think that was just like a, you know, they would kind of their eyes would probably go wide, yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh, he's, he's doing the bus numbers again," yeah. and um, that's so. I think that's when it first. Well, I mean, back then that wasn't something that parents were aware to yeah. be aware of. Like now, we would you know every time. I mean, I know people who you know, jump on social media the minute their kid lines three cars up and they're like, does my kid have autism? Right. Yeah. I know. No, your kid has three cars and you put them right. next to each every, other. Like you're, everyone, you're fine. Use, everyone uses the term, the spectrum yeah. these days. Right. Because it means, that's what I'm talking about with like OCD. I, I, I actually, I support the, the uh, spectrum way of thinking of a lot of things. Right. Fact. Yeah. Because just cause you're, I mean, everyone is on the spectrum. Your, your kid is probably down here or it's too soon to tell down here on the not don't worry about it section and we'll know very clearly if we're a little further up right right um but i feel like you know i mean there's all you know ocd i feel like we could i mean i don't know that's why i was sort of asking about it but like you know the sexuality masculinity yeah. femininity there's all sure. sorts of femi- of uh, spectrums yeah spectra yeah. spectra <laughs> um like i mean like my wife would play the game of life mm-hmm. only to see what children came of it and she would name them and then those people would be the parents in the next game she played for pages 
and pages and pages. Wow. Wait, pa- pages? So, like, she would play she the would game of life. keep a record of it, I guess? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then she would have kids. And I've never, those... I've actually never played the board game, The Game of Life, yeah. so I didn't know if pages was... So, yeah, no, She no. would just, like, keep... Tra- like. Yeah, she would write down, okay, I had two kids. And okay. those kids would have kids. Wow. And she, for generations... She had a, oh, wow. she had a genealogy of life kids. Yeah. And and she is. I, I don't think she has any way OCD. No, I think but, that is just a thing that. Yeah. That that was her thing. But she is like you know into what people's babies' names are yeah. and like genealogy and all this stuff and it just it I, I think little kid might you know my son with his puzzles yeah mm-hmm. stuff like that huh that's and, a very interesting way to play the game of life it yeah, I, and by I herself, love it by herself I love it yeah I do yeah. I mean that to me feels very fan fictiony and yeah. like yeah. that whole kind of like you know find your niche and just go with it. Yeah, and the kind of what I was talking about with like make your rules. Yeah. And then follow your rules. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, for better or worse, I guess. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> um Mark, thank you so much for for being oh, yes, again. Thank you for Welcome being back. back and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for having us in your home. Yes. <laughs> in front of your gigantic wall of acquisitions. Should we do social media real quick? Yeah, real quick. Um, you should join yeah. our Facebook group, Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. We do lots of fun stuff and post pictures, and Mark's there. Mark is there. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter, at UFO Podcast. Mark today gets to decide what the F stands for. Oh, I'm God. sorry, I put you on the spot. <laughs> um, I'm coming up blank. Fukaku Gods. Fukaku Gods. Yeah. There you go. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm at I'm on Twitter at unabashed James and I'm at unabashedly Aaron. You can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail dot com. And Mark, is there a place we can find you on social media if oh. you want to be found? Um, no is a perfectly acceptable answer. Actually, I do have a Twitter handle that I just haven't used in a while. It's okay. uh, at the post producer. Okay. And you have a blog. I do. Uh, which you're gonna you you, which, you keep telling me you're gonna start. I know. Getting into. I know. So I'm not I'm not gonna give that up. Okay. I'll okay. Give. It's. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we are on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. If you'd like to listen to us or tell a friend about us, if they have an iPhone or not, you know whichever way you, they yep. want to go, uh, you can come on. You can jump on. I think any one of those and uh, rate us. That'd be awesome. Subscribe yep. to us. That'd be cool. Um, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? Uh, thank you to Emily Cardamus for our awesome logo. She is awesome. You can follow her at Corrupted Gem on Twitter. Hey, Jamie, do you have any way for us to follow you, tell people to follow you on social media? We've been doing this a year. <laughs> One of these days we'll remember to go look up what his band was. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah. not today. He's on, he's on about Unabashedly Obsessed yes. with Unabashedly Obsessed. He so is. if you like his stuff, you could probably jump on and be like, hey, Jamie, I like your music. Yep. Make me some music, or where can I see you play, or whatever. Yep. Do our work for us. Indeed. This has been Unabashedly Obsessed. Uh, I'm James. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mark. Smoking kills. Would you like to do the honors? And so do pennies. <laughs>